We'll begin from ayah number 36. Inna indeed iddata number ash-shuhuri of the months. Indallahi near Allah ithna to ashara ten shahra months. Ithna ashara shahra together what does that mean? 12 months. Fi kitabillahi in the decree of Allah in the book of Allah. Since when? Yawma day khalaqa as-samawat wal from the day that he created the heavens and the earth. Minha from it meaning from those 12 months arba'atun for are hurum ones that are sacred plural of haram. Dhalika that is ad-dinu the way Remember that the word deen means religion and it also means way. So that is the way which is al-qayyim, the right, the straight, the proper. What is the right way? That there are 12 months according to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's law and out of those 12, four are sacred. This is the right way. Not 13 months in a year, not 11 months in a year. How many are there? 12. And which ones are sacred? Four. Which four? Any four? No, the four that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decided. So abiding by that is the right way, the correct way. And deviating from this is correct? No, that will be incorrect. That is not the correct way. Now what is being mentioned over here? One of the wrong practices of the mushrikeen. Remember that in Surah At-Tawbah we learned at the beginning that after the declaration of disassociation that meant that no mushrik would now come to Makkah and perform Hajj. In fact, not permissible for any mushrik to come in the Haram or the Hill. If they wish to remain in the Arabian Peninsula then they have to either accept Islam or they must leave, right? Now, one of the things that the mushrikeen had done was that they had changed many things from the religion of Ibrahim a.s. They had altered the religion of Ibrahim a.s. which they were originally upon. This is just like in the previous ayat you learned about the Ahbar, the Jewish, the Christian scholars and rabbis. What did they do to the religion? Did they change it? Yes. The basic principle of religion is what? Belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. belief in tawhid correct but they changed that even how they said uzair is the son of allah they said isa is the son of allah they changed it likewise the people of arabia what did they do they also changed the belief in tawhid how they began worshiping multiple gods they introduced idolatry so much so that idolatry became so common that that is what they believed that the correct religion was But remember that it wasn't just the beliefs that they had altered and changed. They had also changed many laws, just like the Jews and the Christians had. So the Arabs also had done the same thing. Now in this ayah, what do we learn? That the number of months from the very beginning is how much? 12, out of which 4 are sacred. And this has been the law since when? The time of Ibrahim a.s.? No, even before that. This is a natural law, a universal law that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set. 
Since when? Since the time that He created the heavens and the earth. Meaning the skies, the earth, the sun, the moon, when all of them were created, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided certain rules for them, that the earth rotates, the sun, the moon, so on and so forth. Then from that it was decided that in a year there will be how many months? Twelve. And this is talking about the lunar year. Even in the solar year, how many months are there? Twelve. Alright? So this was the rule. And notice, fi kitab Allah in the decree of Allah. Kitab literally means writing. What does this refer to? This refers to the lawhul mahfuz, the preserved tablet, where Allah subhanahu wa taala had everything written before even He brought the creation into existence. We learn that the first creation that Allah subhanahu wa taala created was what? What was the first creation? The pen. And when Allah created the pen, He commanded, write. The pen asked, what do I write? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructed the pen to write everything that was going to happen. As Muslims, we believe in Al-Qadr, divine decree. Isn't that so? We believe that everything that happens, happens according to Allah's decree. And what does that mean? It basically has four principles. The first is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's complete and absolute knowledge that Allah knows everything from before. The second is kitabah, writing. Allah knows from before, but He has also had everything written down from before it is going to happen. The third is Allah's will. That when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows something to happen, only then it takes place. And the fourth is creation. That when Allah decides, when Allah allows, then that particular incident, it happens, or that particular creature, it comes into existence. So we see that, fi kitabillah, Allah had everything written from before. And of the things which are written in Allahul Mahfuz is what? That there will be 12 months in a year. Out of those 12 months, four will be sacred. Which four are sacred? Which four months are sacred? Ramadan, Rabiul Awwal, yeah? Which ones are sacred? Rajab? No, not Shawwal. Come on, man. You guys should know this by now. Muharram, okay. Dhul Qa'da and Dhul Hijjah. Dhul Qa'da, Dhul Hijjah, Muharram. These three come in a row. Alright? And these three are around what? Which annual event of the year? The event of the year? Hajj. Right? So these three are sacred because of Hajj. Alright? And Rajab was sacred. Why? Because people would go for Umrah. Okay? People like to go for Umrah because it's not close to Hajj. Okay? So four months are sacred. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that is the correct religion. فَلَا تَظْلِمُوا فِيهِنَّ أَنفُسَكُمْ So do not wrong yourselves in them. Do not wrong yourselves in them, during them. During what? During the sacred months. Does it mean that it's okay to wrong oneself the rest of the year? Is it okay? No. By the way, what does it mean by wronging yourself? Committing sin. Committing acts of disobedience. Because when a person sins, who is he wronging first and foremost? Himself. Right? Because he is presenting himself for punishment. He is throwing himself towards the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
So, فَلَا تَغْرِمُوا فِيهِنَّ أَنفُسَكُمْ Do not commit sin in these months. Why? Because committing sin at any time is not acceptable, is not right. But committing sin at this time makes it worse. It makes it much, much worse. Why? Because these are sacred months, the sacred time of the year. And that demands from you some respect. And if you violate the sanctity of that time, then your sanctity will be violated also. Like for example, the haram, the area around the Kaaba, is that a sacred place? Is it a sacred place? Of course, very sacred. So much so that people are not allowed to hurt one another, hurt animals, hurt plants, anything like that. You're not allowed to do that. It's a very sacred place. But we learn that if a person commits transgression against another in the haram, like for example, a person commits murder, or a person hits another, a person harasses someone in the haram, then you know what? Even he will be punished in the haram. His life will not be secure in the haram. His honor will not be secure in the haram. If he were outside and he did it, and he came into the haram, would he be safe? Yes. Because anyone who comes into the haram, he should have safety and security. But if someone commits a sin inside the haram, no security for him. No security for him. Why? Because he has violated the sanctity of that place, so his sanctity will be violated. So, in the sacred months, sin is not permissible. فَلَا تَظْلِمُوا فِيهِنَّ أَنفُسَكُمْ But it's unfortunate that people do a lot of dhulm on themselves in the sacred months. Take the example of Muharram. What happens in the month of Muharram? People literally beat themselves up in memory of the people of the past. They literally hurt themselves, beat themselves. Sometimes they're bleeding away. And if it's not that, then there's sectarian violence. Right? One group of Muslims is attacking another group because of the difference in their belief with regards to certain aspects of faith. Because of that difference, there's so much violence. What does Allah say? فَلَا تَظْلِمُوا فِيهِنَّ أَنفُسَكُمْ Don't do zulm on yourselves in these months. وَقَاتِلُوا الْمُشْرِكِينَ كَافَّةً And fight against the enemy, the real enemy. And who is that enemy? The mushrikeen. Those who have been waging war against you, those who have been coming after you, you should be united against them. Instead of being divided and hurting one another and committing sin and outrage against each other, what should you do? Be united. Come together and face your enemy together. قَاتِلُوا الْمُشْرِكِينَ كَافَّةً كَافَّةً from the root letters. كَافَّةً And what does that mean? Completely, together, as a whole. You know, like in the Quran, we learn, "Udukhulu fi silmi, kafa." Enter into Islam completely, wholeheartedly. Like, for example, get into the car completely. Not that your one leg is in and one leg is hanging out. If you sit like that in the car, what's going to happen? And the car drives off. Either you're going to fall in or you're going to fall out. Most probably, you're going to fall out and get badly hurt. Have you ever seen people hanging off from the back of a bus? Perhaps in images you've seen, in pictures you've seen. And then what happens? One bump or something, and many times people also fall off. Right? So, udukhulu fissilmi kafa. So kafa means entirely. So, waqatilu al-mushrikina kafa. Fight the enemy together. Kama yuqatilunakum kafa. Just as they fight you together. 
in their enmity against you, they will come together. So why is it that when your enemy is coming against you, you are still divided? You can still not come together? وَعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الْمُتَّقِينَ And know that indeed Allah is with those who have taqwa. Meaning His help is with the people who fear Allah. And your fear of Allah will be demonstrated when? How? In how you deal with each other. Isn't it? Because if a person has fear of Allah, then will he give the benefit of the doubt to the other? Yes. Then will he overlook the mistakes of the other? Yes. Then will he think positively about his brothers and sisters? Yes. Then will he be able to forgive them? Yes. But if he lacks that fear, then what will happen? Backbiting here and backbiting there. And that is what? Disunity. So unity is amongst two, the people who fear Allah. They are united. And when they fear Allah, when they're united, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also helps them. وَعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الْمُتَّقِينَ إِنَّمَا indeed not but النَّسِيءُ The نَسِيءُ زِيَادَةٌ Increase فِي الْكُفْرِ In disbelief. نَسِيءُ is a practice which increases people in their disbelief. Disbelief, kufr, in itself is something evil. Is it? Is it? Is disbelief something evil? Yes, Yes, of course. Kufr is really bad. I mean, the truth is obvious to you and yet you reject it. That is something very evil. Now, what increases that kufr, what makes that kufr worse, is the practices of kufr. And of those practices is what? Nasi. What is nasi? Nasi is from the root letters noon, seen, hamza. And nasa'a is basically to postpone something from its right time. Okay? Let me give you an example. In Arabic it is said, nusi'atil mar'ah. That the woman's period was deferred. Meaning it didn't come at the right time. You understand? It didn't come at the right time. You better understand. It didn't come at the right time, meaning it was delayed by a day, by a week, by five days, by two weeks, whatever it may be. It was supposed to come at the right time, but it didn't. So there's got to be some problem. Something's not right. You understand? So nasi is to defer, to postpone something from its right time. Something is supposed to happen at a given time, but it doesn't happen. It is deferred. Alright? Like for example, your class is supposed to be, for instance, at 10 o'clock, but it is deferred to 12 o'clock. Okay? Or for instance, your school is supposed to reopen on a particular date, but doesn't happen. It's deferred by a week. This is what? What is it? Nasi. Now what is this talking about? Like I mentioned to you earlier, the mushrikeen, they had changed the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which law? Whether it was religious, okay? Whether it was shari or kauni, okay? With regards to sharia, what laws did they change? For instance, the basic law of tawheed, okay? The basic fundamental principle of tawheed, Allah is one. They changed that, they altered that. When it comes to kauni laws, how do they change that? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided from day one, 12 months, four are sacred. But what did they do? They started the practice of nasi. What was that? What they would do is, that every year at hajj, they would announce, everybody this year, Muharram will not be sacred, 
instead will make suffer sacred. You understand? Now why did they do that? Because they wanted to fight in the month of Muharram. They had some battle that was going on or they wanted to attack someone and they didn't want to stop their battle just because it was a sacred month. So what did they do? Everybody will change the sacred month. We'll defer it. Instead of Muharram being sacred, we'll make such and such month sacred. We'll push it two months. We'll push it by five months. We'll push it by three months. You understand? So they had basically messed up the calendar so much that people lost track of what time, what month it actually was. You understand? That they had been swapping the months back and forth, here and there, deferring, so much so that, for example, everybody said it's the month of Dhul-Hijjah, whereas in reality it wasn't the month of Dhul-Hijjah. It was some other month. But they had lost track of it. Because this practice had become so common and it had been going on for such a long time that they lost track of time. They had no idea as to what time it actually was. Now think about it. If on your phone, if on your phone you change the time, you say, I'm very lazy, so I'm going to set the time on my phone 10 minutes ahead or 20 minutes ahead or something like that. So what happens then? you start believing sometimes that this is the actual time. Right? This is the actual time. Or sometimes you get this shock. What's going on? Like for example, in our living room there's a clock and it's set five minutes ahead. I don't know why, I think it happened by accident. But many times it happens that we look at the clock and we're like, oh my God, we're late. And like, no, 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 we're not late. It's five minutes ahead. Hmm? So it happens, right? You lose track of time. Now alhamdulillah, in this day and age, if your phone says something, you can always confirm the actual time from the internet, from somebody else's clock, from something else. But at that time, did this option exist? No. It didn't exist. They were an ummi nation. They wouldn't record. They would not record dates. They just memorize them. And how much can your memory retain if you've been constantly swapping about changing things around? You can't. So now, remember that the Prophet ﷺ, after the conquest of Mecca, he didn't perform Hajj immediately. You know why? One of the hikmah was that it wasn't the right time of the year. It wasn't actually the Hijjah. And the next year, the next year it was the right time. And the Prophet ﷺ, at that time he declared that the division of time has turned to its original form, which was current when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the heavens and the earth. So oh people, don't do this again. Basically it was a warning that don't swap the months anymore. Don't change the calendar anymore. And just because you change it, does it make a difference to the actual time of the year? It doesn't. Just because if you pretend it's March, will it actually be March? No. If you pretend it's December, will it actually be December? No. Because sometimes we're in denial. But our denial is not going to benefit at all. See, when they deferred the month, they said, okay, this month is going to be Safar, and Safar is going to be Muharram. Okay, so they replaced one with the other. And in that, what was happening? They were deferring the sacred month. But just because you defer it, it's not actually deferred. It's one o'clock and you say, we'll consider it to be five o'clock. Does it actually become five o'clock? No, it doesn't. It's foolishness. Accept reality and deal with it.
You see, there are certain things in our life that we can change. Alright? And there are other things that we cannot change. Like for example, time. Time is something that you cannot change. What do you have to do? Accept it and deal with it. If you have five minutes left to something, you cannot make it into ten. If you have two seconds left, you cannot make it into five. Accept that it is five, accept that it is two, whatever it is, and then deal with it. Do whatever you can. This is like the 13th floor. They don't call it the 13th floor. They will skip it and call it the 14th floor. But does it actually become 14th? No. Children are always curious. Where is number 13? Where did it go? Is it not there in the building? It is. If you count, the 13 will be there. But just because you pretend it's not there, doesn't mean it's not there anymore. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says here, إِنَّمَا النَّسِيءُ زِيَادَةٌ فِي الْكُفْرِ Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu, he said, that Junada bin Awf bin Umayyah al-Kinani, known as Abu Thumama, he used to attend the hajj every year. And he would declare, Abu Thumama is never rejected or refuted. And he used to treat Safar as sacred for the people one year, instead of Muharram. And he would treat Muharram as sacred another year. So basically every year he would come and make the announcements. Alright? So Allah says, إِنَّمَا النَّسِيءُ زِيَادَةٌ فِي الْكُفْرِ It is just increasing them in their disbelief. How? One is rejecting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's oneness, His Lordship, His uniqueness. And the other is denying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated that this month be a particular month. And when people will deny that, will their worship be affected? Yes. Like for example, if you pretend it's not Dhul Hijjah, instead it is Rabiul Awwal. Is that going to change? It's not going to change the reality. But what will be affected? Your ibadah. Like for example, if today somebody goes to Mina and says, I'm doing Hajj. Today, on this day. And they go to Arafah. And they go to Muzdalifah. I'm doing Hajj. Will their Hajj be accepted? No. Why? Because it is not the right time for hajj. Remember that for ibadah, there are certain times which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has fixed for certain acts of worship. Okay? Like for example, if you're fasting, your fast is from when to when? From the time of suhoor until the time of iftar. If you say, oh well, the fast is about 14 hours these days. So I will fast from 10 a.m. to... 12. Okay? Meaning 12 p.m. Okay? Will that be a fast? You say, no, no, it's still 14 hours. Will that be a fast? No. Because it has to be from the time of suhoor until the time of iftar. Zuhur salah. It begins at a particular time. You say, oh, it's not convenient for me, so I'm just going to pray zuhur at 9 a.m. in the morning. Will your salah be valid? Even if you pray Zuhur 50 times at that time, will it be accepted? No. Zuhur is only Zuhur when the time of Zuhur begins. So this is why ziyadatun fil kufr, it is just increasing them in their disbelief. Because now, they're not even worshipping the way that they should be worshipping. Their ibadah is far from being accepted. It is ziyadah fil kufr. And you see, when is that a person refuses to give Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rights with regards to his oneness, okay, with regards to his lordship? And then with this practice, they are rejecting more of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rights. 
It is Allah's decision. Right? It is Allah's right to decide when it should be time for what. And when people try to take that matter in their own hand, they're rejecting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's authority even more. You understand? Like one is that a person says, I'm not going to pray. I'm not Muslim. And the other is a person says, I don't want to live on, so I'm going to kill myself. This is increase in disbelief. A step ahead. It's making their kufr even worse. Because they're rejecting everything that's coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His law, His decisions, everything. So it is ziyadatun fil kufr. Yudallu, he is misled. Who? Bihi by it, meaning by this practice of nasi. Who is misled? Alladina kafaru, those who disbelieve. What do they do? Yuhillunahu, they make it halal, they make it permissible, aman one year. Wa yuharrimunahu, and they make it impermissible, aman another year. Meaning one year, they declare a month to be sacred. Another year, they declare it to be non-sacred or vice versa. Alright? One year they say, it's going to be Muharram that is going to be sacred. The other year they go and change that. يُحِلُّونَهُ عَامًا وَيُحَرِّمُونَهُ عَامًا And then, why do they do this? That the next year they come and they say, oh it's going to be sacred. لِيُوَاطِئُوا So that they can correspond. عِدَّةَ Number مَا That which حَرَّمَ اللَّهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made haram. What is the number of months which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made sacred? Four. So basically what they do is, they swap here and there, they change, they defer. And at the end of the year, they just make sure that this past year, we did have four sacred months. Whether it was the right sacred months or not, they just make sure that they had four sacred months. Clear? Yuwaqiyu is from the root letters, Wa Hamza. Wa Hamza. And Wat is basically to trample, to set foot on. Okay? Wat, to set foot on. And basically, the word also gives a meaning of leveling. Okay? Leveling. Because when people walk on a particular path continuously for a long time, then what happens? That path becomes leveled. Anyone has carpet in their house? So what happens on the carpet? What happens? That the section on which people walk on a lot, like for example in your hallway, what happens to that section? It goes flat. Right? Very soon. Even if your carpet is brand new, within a couple of weeks you will notice a difference. Hmm? You will see that the sides are nice and soft, but the path that people walk on most, that becomes flattened. So this is the meaning of what? And liyuwaqi'u is basically to level. Okay? So for example, to level something so that it corresponds. Okay? One with the other. When is it that two things will be equal? When they are the same. Isn't it? If there is a difference, one has 10, the other has 14, will they be the same? No. When will they be the same? When there's 12 here and 12 here. Then they can correspond with one another. Then they're leveled. They're the same. They're equal. So basically, the mushrikeen, what they do is, they make a mess of the calendar. They make a mess of the year. And at the end, they just make sure, yes, in this year we had 12 months and four were declared as sacred. Whether those months were the right months or not, they didn't care. Like for example, a person saying, I don't 
have the time to pray Zuhur at the right time, Asr at the right time, Maghrib at the right time. I just make sure that before I go to bed, I've said all my five prayers. So I come back from school, and I pray my Zuhur, Asr, Maghrib, Isha, all in one hour. Is that correct? Is that correct? Not at all. This is not acceptable. Because, إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ كَانَتْ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ كِتَابًا مَوْقُوتًا There are certain times which are prescribed for prayers. But unfortunately, many people do this. That they don't want to take time out from their work. So they delay, delay, delay until they go home. Before they go to sleep, they perform all their five prayers and then they go to bed. But this is not correct. This is playing around with the law of Allah. زُيِّنَ لَهُمْ It is adorned for them. What? سُوءُ أَعْمَالِهِمْ The evil of their deeds. Their evil deeds are made beautiful to them. They say, oh see, we accomplished what we wanted, we got to fight, we got to do what we want, and at the end, we also fulfilled the number of the months. وَاللَّهُ لَا يَهْدِي الْقَوْمَ الْكَافِرِينَ And Allah does not guide the disbelieving people. Because if someone does not even realize they're doing something wrong, how are they meant to be guided? Who is corrected? The one who realizes he has done something wrong. If a person believes, I'm right, I didn't do anything wrong. If he justifies his wrong, can you guide him? Can you guide him? No. The first step to improvement is realization. وَاللَّهُ لَا يَهْدِي الْقَوْمَ الْكَافِرِينَ Allah does not guide such people. Let's listen to the recitation. إِنَّ عِدَّةَ الشُّهُورِ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ اثْنَا عَشَرَ شَهْرًا فِي كِتَابِ اللَّهِ يَوْمَ خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ مِنْهَا أَرْبَعَةٌ حُرُمٌ ذَلِكَ الدِّينُ الْقَيِّمُ فَلَا تَظْلِمُوا فِيهِنَّ أَنفُسَكُمْ وَقَاتِلُوا الْمُشْرِكِينَ كَافَّةً كَمَا يُقَاتِلُونَكُمْ كَافَّةً وَاعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الْمُتَّقِينَ إِنَّمَا النَّسِيءُ زِيَادَةٌ يضل به الذين كفروا يحلونه عاما ويحرمونه عاما ليواطئوا ليواطئوا عدة ما حرم الله فيحلوا ما حرم الله زين لهم سوء أعمالهم وَاللَّهُ لَا يَهْدِي الْقَوْمَ الْكَافِرِينَ Who's a Muslim? Someone who? Submits. So as Muslims, what are we to submit to? Okay. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what exactly? Yes? His laws, His commands. True submission is what? Surrendering to everything that comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether it is some command, some instruction that is religious, or it is some decree in our life, or in the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created His creation. This is submission. 
And when people refuse that submission, this is where deviation comes in the religion. Whether it is in the form of altering the books, or changing the law, or changing the creation of Allah, whatever it may be. From a Muslim, what is required is submission and surrender. Subhanakallah wa bihamdik, nashadu wa la ilaha illa anta, nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.